<laughs> Yours is so. It sounds like a garbage disposal. It's messing up. <laughs> no, you gotta go. Uh, 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 <laughs> are, you, are you going out or in? Out. Oh, I'm uh, going in. Uh, it's like it's like like it's like the middle of yas, but like yas. you're just strangling it. Like uh, that's what the grunge is doing the entire time. Yas, yas, the queen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, hold on. I just drank this Pepsi. Uh. <laughs> That's an old reference. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Okay. Okay. Are we good? I should. We should keep all that in there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Let's do this. All right. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Shannon Chalakian. And I'm Brennan Klein. <laughs> that sounded more like an alien than right. a Japanese ghost. Right. We're doing the robot back here. You can't see it, but oh that's God. what we're doing. Uh, welcome back to Scream 101. Thank today, you. Today we're doing the grunge. The but grunge. We're, uh, yeah. Uh, the gr- we're, <laughs> we're, we're just going to do covers 90s of rock band and Soundgarden songs. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. The grudge. Which is actually called Juwan in Japanese. Right. Because it's the Japanese version, not the one with Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes. This is the uh, continued exploits of me trying to freak out Shannon. We'll find out how successful that was in a minute. But first, some 10 word reviews. Yes. I don't. What did I watch? Special correspondence? Yeah, that thing. Okay. Shockingly original. Makes me sad for Ricky's character. Yay. That's good. Yeah. And here are mine. I have four. Of course. Uh, Sit back, everybody. Thank you. The Shallows. Solid shark thriller with an Oscar-worthy seagull performance. Uh, American Psycho, the novel. Like reading a department store catalog, only more boring. Did you finish it? No. Okay, good. To be completely honest. Okay, so I can't. I guess I can't technically review it. No, but it's I fine. Aboard that book. I liked the movie a lot, but the book was. You were. Ooh. You were aboard by it. Yes, I was. <laughs> um, Ghostbusters two, not ecto cooler than the first, but eh, it's fine. And that was that was a reference to the high C drink that it's called ecto cooler, the Ghostbusters themed fruit punch is it really yeah oh matt Matt will get it uh and son of rosemary the novel which is the sequel to rosemary's baby goes a little crazy on the name metaphors but fun excellent we love our subpar media around here folks we (laughs) We really do do. uh speaking of we watched jew on the grudge jew on the grudge uh as always our discussion will have spoilers yes and let's just jump into the plot shall we let's do it an eerie tale of a family. An eerie tale of a family who is brutally killed in their own home, leaving behind an evil spirit lurking in the shadows. When an unknowing home care worker enters, the spirit is awakened and a terrifying chain of events begins, passing through all those who step foot in this dark house. Yay! Our discussion features scariness on one to five screams, campiness one to five perms, gore, which we're using as FX this time. FX one to five severed limbs. Are we still using severed limbs, Bruno? Yeah, sure. Okay. And quality one to five unlucky stars. Okay, Shannon. Okay. Um, we're starting with scariness. Yes. And this was, this is a continuation of like this marathon I've been trying to put together of trying to freak you out before you leave for Seattle. Yes. How did this work? It didn't. Yeah, uh, I, I wrote in my notes, Japan, not for shame. Nope. 
Japan, not for Shan. But what's your score? Um, it's a one. It was, yeah, it was not scary. It, if anything, it was confusing and campy and low budget. And I mean, interesting. Adjectives are fun. Yeah. <laughs> Adjectives are fun. Uh, it was interesting and I did enjoy it. And like, I'm glad I've watched it because that's another thing that I can reference in my repertoire of horror movies. Um, but, and we haven't watched a lot of ghost movies either. So it's not really our, our, our forte. Yeah. Per se. Um, I, this was kind of an experiment. I'm sad that it failed on your part. Cause I know you liked Italian horror, which yes. was kind of a surprise. So I was yes. like, let's, uh, try Japanese. Yeah. Let's dip our toe in the water of Japanese horror, which I watched a ton of J horror, like three or four summers ago or three summers ago when I first started my blog. J horror, the brother of K-pop. Yeah. Or something. Um, this mo this movie I watched um like totally in the dark with the sleeping Sergio by my side. Oh, he conked out for every single one of those. Um so I felt like super alone when I was watching this and it did freak me out. And I do think that the the best thing about this movie are the scares. Mm -hmm. Um because the plot is very episodic. Um it like you see someone walk into this cursed house and then a ghost haunts them and then they die. And then you see someone else walk in and it's very repetitive. And, um, this is one of the only haunted house movies with a body count. Yeah. Like it's very slasher esque, but not in any like real comparable way. Right. But just like the fact that it's kind of the same formula over and over again of how these people die or get haunted. Yeah. Cause but, you don't really see anyone get killed. You see them mostly disappear. Yes. But I do think that the scares are very well orchestrated. They are. Um, there are a lot of classic scares that people would know from the remake, The Grudge, starring mm -hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, but like when someone's taking a shower and there's a ghost hand in their hair mm -hmm. and there's a lot of really subtle scary moments like that that really affected me, especially on the first time watching it. The second time around, it wasn't as strong, but I still liked them. Yeah. Um, I did think it was interesting. Another thing I didn't realize, because last time we did rock climbing horror, this time we did uh, like social welfare horror, which is still <laughs> relating to you. I do think there are really no rules governing these ghosts and what they can do, which is kind of damaging for me. Although it like on the flip side, like you can't predict what they're going to do, which is cool and kind of scary. But also, like, they'll just show up anywhere. And by the end point, I'm like, eh, I don't really care anymore. Yeah, they're not contained to the house. I mean, it's kind of like it follows um, in the fact that it's just like it follows whoever. Yeah, is it is. House, You're right. You know, like. Like it, the inception of the curse is at the house. Yeah, it will eventually get you. I do like, although above all else, I love the burping ghost. I think it's burping. Uh, oh, is that what that is? Well, it's not, but that's okay. what it sounds like. Yeah um I, I just yeah that's that was a great use of that sound yeah that that sound design is really really solid but yeah there, there are a lot of sequences like that that are just very very low budget obviously but yeah. there's a scene where a girl's going up and up in an elevator and um toshio the little boy ghost is on every floor that she passes and she doesn't right. notice and that's the, probably the scene that sticks with me the most i don't know why but i just remember it there are a lot of things that kind of like dig into this weird like elemental part of me at least mm-hmm um and toshio speaks 
Not yes. much. He just says his name, but still. Th- that's how I opened the podcast because uh, the social worker asks him his name and he goes, Toshio. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but yeah, just for the record, when we refer to, um, there are two major entities haunting this film. There's Kayako, who's the ghost of a housewife who was brutally murdered by her husband. And like the rage of that murder is what is bringing her spirit back and haunting everyone who enters this house. And then there's Toshio, who is her uh, six-year-old son who was also murdered during that time. And then there's the other guy. Well, I mean, there's the dad who also died, but he's like, he just shows up like once or twice. Yeah, he shows up at the very end. Like yeah, at you're the right. crux. Um, yeah, also, so well, let's, let's move on to campiness a okay. little bit. So campiness, I'm giving it a two out of five. It, it's low budget. You know, they did, they did really well with what they got. They did. Um, and I enjoyed it for that aspect. However, it's very cheesy. It can be. Yeah. I mean, like, Again, we're watching with the lights on and stuff like that. But because my eyes are stupid. Yeah, it was very cheesy, um, and that brings me to another thing. I didn't know what the bleep was going on like half the time. Yeah, it, it's a very Japanese uh, storytelling style. Mm-hmm. Like it's very esoteric. It kind of circles around its point before yeah. it gets anywhere. Um, like it's actually. I learned something about how there's like Eastern and Western philosophies in writing five paragraph essays. Mm-hmm. Um, in America, we're taught to start with a thesis and then give our evidence to that to support that thesis. Mm-hmm. But in like Japan and other countries, you present all the evidence and then synthesize that into your thesis. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what this movie is doing, but not, not super well. But it's kind of in that style of it's presenting you with everything and then letting you connect the dots afterwards. Right, which I do I do appreciate the fact that they are allowing the audience to take that initiative and like be involved in the film. But because they use the same locations over and over and over again, but with different characters that are supposed to be the same characters, it just isn't entirely clear. It does get very confusing. Yes. It's um there there are many grudge sequels yes. and remakes and remake sequels and this does improve further on down That's the good. line. Um, but I also give it two out of five perms for campiness. My favorite um, campy thing about this is Toshio, the little boy. And just Toshio. he shows up everywhere. Yes. Uh, he's just such a fun character. He's like a Where's Waldo character. Like, yeah. He's hiding under the table at the restaurant or mm-hmm. he's like hiding in a cabinet. And he's like half cat, half boy because the cat was also killed at the same time. Yeah. So like he meows all the time. He's great. He's really fun to and watch. And he keeps like tickling his knees. Yeah. He's like tapping his knees like he's waiting for the doctor to come or something. Yeah. Um, and there's there's a really old man that goes peekaboo and he's adorable. Yes. The old man is so cute. And yeah, that's it for campiness really. Yeah. I mean, we kind of discussed it in the scariness portion as well. Yeah. Uh, did you have something you wanted to say? Did I interrupt you? No, FX. Okay, cool. But yeah, instead of gore, we're doing FX because yeah. it's a ghost movie. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to start this time. I'm giving it two out of five severed limbs. I do think that the scares are very well constructed. They don't require a lot of effects, mm-hmm. but I think what effects are there are cheap, but effective. Like there's... <laughs> effective. God... But it, it's good for the low budget. I think, okay, the movie opens on its single worst effect, which is very annoying. Um, there's like, there's this ghost hanging over an old lady that I, I th- must be CGI. I don't know exactly what technology they had in 2002. And I, so I don't want to like attribute something that's incorrect, but it looks really goofy and really fake. Right. But everything else is practical because it has to be. It's yeah. just a lady in a 
little boy in cake makeup but i like it a lot it's very kabuki like um toshio's eyes have this crazy like eyeliner eyeshadow thing going yeah, on he's on got fleek. cat eyes what he, he got that on fleek he does his eyes are on fleek yeah so what, he what's got your them wings going yeah god um my score is three out of five fx um there's a lot of mirror play which, oh yeah that's cool which is really well done especially because mirror play is like the bane of any um cinematographer's existence um but it can it works out really well if you do it well and so there's a lot of instances where it's like the old man's playing peekaboo and you see toshio in the reflection of of a glass and then as um they enter frame frame toshio's not there and so they didn't have again it's low budget so they didn't have the capabilities to like you know manifest him in there so you know that they must have done some some sort of like on set like had him in the shot took him out like you know grabbed him physically so um i appreciated all the mirror play and kind of like the shadow play and stuff like that that went on so i'm gonna give it a three out of five and just be generous okay speaking of being generous what's your quality score overall okay i'm gonna give it a three out of five which is very generous only because i would watch it again to one make fun of it uh okay two to expose friends who think that's that horror is scary because this would be scary to someone who has a very low threshold threshold for scariness oh absolutely you know but i just feel like what with all that we've seen over this past year and the four years that i've known you Mm -hmm. my threshold is a little higher okay um thing is i i actually am more impacted by this movie than you scare wise Mm -hmm. i think i have an ability to put myself in the context a little more Mm -hmm. because i've seen a lot of japanese horror i kind of understand what the point is a little more i just got bored (laughs) uh no that that's my problem i'm really bored by this movie okay um the scares that are there are good but i find this movie really dull when um last week or two weeks ago when i was or last week when i said they were going to be watching this I said that I have mixed feelings about the grudge, which is kind of why I wanted to like experiment and bring it back into the Scream 101 fold. Mm -hmm. My feelings about it kind of remain the same. I'm giving it two out of five unlucky stars. I don't like the grudge. It, I'm not really a fan. The scares are really solid. How long have you been holding this grudge, Brennan? Oh God, for since, for like three years, um, I've seen, you know what? Let's talk about the grudge franchise as a whole a little bit. Cause I've seen, I've seen all of them. Mm-hmm. There's a new one coming out, which I'm so excited for. It's Sadako versus Kayako, which is it pits the ghost from the grudge versus the ghost from the ring. And Why? it looks crazy pants. <laughs> it's bananas. Wait, the original ring? Like the Japanese version of yeah, the Yeah, yeah. It's a Japanese film. Oh, okay. It's Sadako and Kayako instead of Samara and Kayako. <laughs> right. But um it's it looks crazy. There's a part where Kayako crushes the videotape from the ring under her hand oh. it looks awesome everybody check out that trailer um, if i remember i'm gonna put it on the facebook it is, looks so cool is japanese is the japanese the ring scary actually i find the english version scarier okay the japanese the ring um the ending is scary but the build-up is very methodical it's kind of mm-hmm. like a procedural more than it is a horror film for a long time I'm just so sad. I expected Japanese horror to be like so much scarier than it is. I don't know. Uh, okay. I, I want to talk about. I'm not going to generalize, but you know. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about the grudge franchise as a whole, because mm-hmm. I do think the remake of the grudge with Sarah Michelle Gellar is scarier and not because like, Oh, I can understand the language or whatever. I, I, um, it's because Sarah, this is my theory. Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar is the star of that movie. 
there is no star of this movie um, in, in The Grudge that we watched. Like, there's no... There's one character that sticks out in my mind, but you're right. There isn't, uh-huh. like, one star. Yeah, there. there's one character who's in the most vignettes, mm-hmm. but um, it's very esoteric. It goes around to a lot of different people. It's very circular. But in the American remake, which was actually directed by the same man... Oh, that's nice. Um, Takashi Shimizu directed a whole bunch of them. But um, this version... Or the the remake version, it it centers around Sarah Michelle Gellar as a character because they're paying for her to be there, and goddamn it, she's gonna be there as long as possible. Right. So a lot of these other scares in this movie are given to her, so it's centralized around one protagonist, and so it's more coherent, and so the scares kind of build more. I feel. Okay. Um, that's what I think about the remake of The Grudge. It's still not like a great film, but I think it's slightly better for me. That's good. But then there's Juon 2, which is the Japanese sequel. That movie's awesome. Um, it's still probably only a 6 out of 10 because, honestly, I'm not really solid on Takashi Shimizu's skills as a filmmaker. But, again, it's more coherent because it's about a set of people. It's about this uh, TV crew that goes into the house to film, like, a like a Ghost Hunters episode. <laughs> and then it just kind of follows what happens to all of these crew members and, like, this green queen they bring there. And she's pregnant. There's a whole bunch of stuff. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Don't bother with the two English sequels. And don't bother with uh, the Japanese Juon White Ghost Black Ghost, which was like a 10th anniversary uh, anthology film, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But I'm going to pull this out. Did you know that the movie we just watched, Juon, is a remake? Of what? It's a remake of Juon the Curse, which was directed by Takashi Shimizu. And it came out two years before direct to video in japan it's only available in like japan and scandinavia but those movies were super low budget this is what he did with more money if in that saying something wow and then he got more money to make the american remake and he directed all of these and those original jew on the curse as opposed to jew on the grudge those were a follow-up to two um, pieces, two segments of a TV anthology um, called Gakko no Kairanji. There were two segments. One was called Katasami in a Corner or something, and one was called 444444444444. But they both feature, I believe they both feature Toshio as the ghost that's haunting like these people, and they're like two minute segments. You can find them on YouTube. They're not great. Um, but there's this whole crazy mythology behind the grudge that build up to just this first movie. You're such a nerd. <laughs> That's so much to know for no reason. For a movie that you don't even like. Yeah, I, I, I like some of the sequels. And the American Grudge 3 is garbage, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> okay. Like there's there's a doctor where she dies and they're investigating her computer. And they're looking at all this stuff on her computer. And just in the cor- like she has a whole bunch of like screens open. But in the very corner, there's a calculator, and I'm just looking at that calculator, and the number on it is four, or three or four. And I'm like, what calculation did she do to find that number? It didn't seem too hard. Uh, anyway, it's wacky, and there's a Japanese lady with, like, a French accent. It's weird. Okay, so let's move on. Um, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um, that that uh, me babbling took the place of champion dialogue, because this is a Japanese movie, so we can't really share a champion dialogue yeah although our favorite sh- champion dialogue you've already heard it's at the beginning of the th- of our podcast yeah, it's Toshio. Toshio. that's great yeah um so no champion dialogue but favorite character why don't you go first because i'm i feel very strongly about my okay answer. 
My favorite character is Toshio. <laughs> I love him so much. He's really adorable. He is. Um, he continues on throughout. I believe the same actor plays him in the sequel and the first two American grudges. Um, he gets a lot older by this by the grudge too in America. Say. He's like a preteen, but it's weird how ghosts can age, huh? Well, he was supposed to be eleven, so. No, he well he was he was six because the he died at six. Yes, I but know. they never found out. Yeah, it was five years ago. So they said he's supposed to be eleven, and then he's like, "Well, oh, he would be if he's six. alive." Right. Anyway, um, I just love Toshio. He shows up. He's so tiny, so he can just be tucked into the weirdest places. I love the scene where he's hiding under the table. Toshio is just really fun. I like him a lot. Here, what's what's your favorite character? My favorite character is who I consider to be the main character, who is Rika. Um, she she does put in the biggest argument to yeah, being the main character. Totally. She's there at the beginning and at the end. She's great. Um, I just identify with her because her like one of her coworkers is like, "Can you do this for me, please?" And she's like, "But I I just you, you can tell she like just got off work." And he's like, "Just just go by the house real quick, like no big deal, like whatever." And she's like, "Okay, fine." And so she shows up to the house, and all she has to do is like check on this person. But the house is like a disaster zone. It's like such a mess. And so she decides to like take it upon herself to give the client this this old lady a sponge bath and then clean her house for her and then you know she gets killed because she walked in the house which was not her fault like nothing she didn't do anything wrong i liked her so much um but yeah and and there are other characters that get killed for the same reason blah 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 but she is an amazing person and a pure cinnamon bun and i'm sad she is dead it's so funny like your your favorite character segment is always like, who would I want to hang out with in real life? Who should be my best friend? Yeah, it's like why you, wouldn't it's, it be my f- favorite character? It's like, I just feel like this podcast, all the movies we watch, are you like auditioning best friends? Oh, yeah. I wonder what my best friend would be. I'll have to think Out of everyone? It. Yeah. Mona. Well, of course. But that's, <laughs> that's both of us. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll have to think of a runner-up. Okay. Uh, so our next segment is favorite scene. I'm going to start. My favorite scene is a scare scene. Um, which I mean, that's all there is in this movie. Let's face it. Um, but Rika, this the quasi ma- uh, 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 the quasi lead character, she discovers that if you put your fingers over your eyes in a certain way, it's kind of like an evil eye dispelling curse, and you can kind of see through the ghosts and like see yeah, their reality. Yeah, she figures this out in like the last minute of the film. It's very Japanese. It's so confusing. Um, but yeah, so she looks through her eyes at the ghost and sees her as she was as a human. But then um, you, you, it's just a close-up of her hands covering her face. And this ghost hand snakes up in between her hands. And it's this crazy, it's like a violation. It's like such an intimate yeah. scare. And it freaks me out so much. And I was alone in the dark and Sergio was asleep. I shook him awake and I was like, you have to watch this with me. <laughs> Freaked me out. It's a really good scene. It's, so, de- it's definitely a scene that, like, if I was watching with my younger sister, I would, like, try to tickle her as it's going on uh, so she feels violated. Oh, you violated. see one of those? Yeah. You Sergio know, you do- a y- younger sibling. <sighs> Sergio does that to me. Like, when we watched Arachnophobia, he, like, made little spider hands crawling against my neck. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. Oh, I hate, yeah. I, hate I, you, I, like, one time, I think I got my sister, like, behind her leg, and she nearly, like, jumped straight Ugh. out of the theater. Love you, Aaron. Okay, so um, my favorite scene was, I don't know, halfway through, partway through, it's like a fourth way through, there was a um, husband and wife who's like the parents of the grandma 
that Rika checks in on, but that's not until after these two people are dead. But so it goes back in time. I told you folks, it was it was it's confusing. Um, so he is like looking for his wife because his wife is supposed supposedly in the house, and so he goes upstairs and he like feels creepy and he like looks around and he can't see anything. So he like tips over a chair and is trying to like open things and like look behind the blinds and look under the bed. And so his just entire scene of him trying to find Toshio is really funny to me he is a little goofy like he's a very gangly man and he i is. feel like he's kind of playing it like like dave said in our ghostbusters episode like kind of like 80s reaction shots yeah true um true that. Like, what? <laughs> yeah um, he's overdoing it a little bit yeah um yeah that, that i like that scene i don't know it's funny yeah me? that that's juan that's that's what it is that's mm-hmm. kind of the end of our conversation it's a it's a slight film Yes. Um, the scares are strong, I believe, but it's there's not a lot to say about it really beyond the like basic skeleton. True. Speaking of, no, not speaking of skeletons. That's a bad segue. It didn't work. Uh, game. Let's do a game. Let's do a game. And the game I have prepared for us today is a game we have not played in a while. It's SmackDown. SmackDown. Where we pit characters from different franchises against each other. All right. So Shannon. Yes. Who would win in a fight between Toshio? And Ghost Cat. Oh, my God. Ghost Cat from Ghost Cat, a.k.a. Mrs. Ashborough's Cat, starring Ellen Page. If you have not listened to that episode, do what that right now. What was the right cat's now. name? Petunia? Oh. Uh, Prosciutto? Some, some weird name, like Barbara or something crazy. I will look it up Margaret? Right Margaret, yeah. Margaret, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Margaret. Okay. You know, that traditional cat name. Of course. Um. So. I can't believe you remembered that. I know. Let's see. Ghost Cat. Or Toshio, who is a boy slash cat. Yeah, like I feel like they're kind of evenly matched, but let's figure it out. Right. Um. Well, Toshio is just like creepy, because he doesn't actually attack anyone. Like it's always yeah. His, he's he's like an accessory. It's always to his, his mom. mom. Yeah, his mom who does it. Like he's the garnish. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Ghost Cat. Is first of all, Ghost Cat can sashimi you in the face. Yeah, can sashimi you. Sashimi. Japanese. That's good. Funny. That wasn't on purpose, but all right. Um, But Ghost Cat is also like protective. So I feel like as if they fought, Ghost Cat would win as long as Ghost Cat is protecting something else. Yeah, protecting the animal shelter. Yeah. Or run like by Ellen Page. The, the My Bloody Valentine final girl. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, okay, let imagine Ellen Page walks into this house the saiki house okay um and so instead of juon it's juno oh god <laughs> oh no okay so she walks into this house okay. she's pregnant yes she hears meowing from inside her tummy oh god just kind of what juon 2 is about <laughs> okay uh what what does ghost cat do do you think he wins yeah i do but can toshio be killed well, they're both ghosts, so I guess they would just like they would just like neutralize each other. I guess that makes sense because well, Ghost Cat casts a really positive aura, right? And I think Toshio's negative aura isn't strong enough because he's not truly evil. Exactly. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. Ghost Cat would win. Yeah, I Ghost think Cat. Yay, Ghost Cat. Woo! Oh, Ghost Cat. All right. Anyway, uh, let's go into our recommendations. Shannon, what do you recommend for people who agree with you about this film? Which is meh, meh. Um, so a film that is not meh, but is also in a language that is not the primary language that I speak is... You mean Esperanto? 
is Wreck, which is also... My favorite movie. It's Brennan's favorite movie. And it also has an American remake of it uh, known as Quarantine. That one is not... As opposed to The Grudge, it is not an improvement. It is called Quarantine, yeah. Okay. But Wreck itself is amazing and it stars... What's her face? Angela Vidal. Yeah. She's really cool. Yeah, I, I love her so much. Yeah. She's in The Law of Desire, which is uh, one of Pedro Almodovar movies and, that I've been marathoning. And in Velvet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry to interrupt. But Velvet, I, I was looking up what else. Uh, oh, my God. I told you Angela Vidal, but that's the name of the character. It's Manuela Velasco. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that doesn't sound right, but it also kind of sounds right. So I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, Manuela Velasco is the actress. She's in this show called Velvet with Miguel Angel Silvestre. Who was in Sensate as the gay, Hot like gay guy. Mexican movie star? Um, so they're in this Mad Men esque TV show together in Spain, which is like it's like set in a department store in the fifties. But I, I was like, this sounds great. Let me watch it. There's like forty episodes on Netflix. Each episode is like eighty minutes long, and I have no idea how they had the time to make this. I know. And I was like, because I don't have time good, to watch right? it. Like it's it's pretty high quality. Yeah, the budget seems pretty high, or at least they're working with like what they have. Game of Thrones, but for for Spanish, Spanish department, department stores. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway, it's just eighty minutes long. I don't have time for forty of those. Yeah. That's like nobody 40 got movies. time for that. Nobody got time for that. Anyway, so what is your recommendation? My recommendation. Um, I'm culling from my giant pool of J-horror movies I watched um, three years ago. Because um, I watched like all the rings, all the grudges. I watched a couple of one missed calls because I... Oh, those ones were not strong. The first one's okay. Um, but my recommendation is my favorite of all those that I watched, which is some, at least a dozen, probably up to 20 or so. Ringu 2. It's the sequel to the Japanese Ringu, which is The Ring. Um, that movie is crazy pants. I've said that a lot because Japanese horror we're talking about, but, um, there, there's another little boy in the ring. Um, his name is Yoichi and he's kind of an analog to Toshio. Yoichi. <laughs> yep. It's a me, Yoichi. <laughs> um, anyway, he's kind of one of the main characters in the sequel. Cause he's, the, he's just, he's the son of the mom in Ringu. Okay. Um, but spoilers but not spoilers the mom is dead in Ringu 2 she does uh, like she gets hit by a car or something weird um so this kid has to be taken care of by this other lady who is like a super minor character in the original and they end up having to like turn Sadako into a swimming pool there's like a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on but Yoichi starts developing these weird like psychic powers like he can control things with his mind it's very like carrie-esque it's crazy crazy go nuts it's crazy go nuts university and i love that movie a lot and i don't know if i can in good conscience recommend that you go check it out but that's my favorite of all the things that i've seen in like a franchise j horror and whatnot so if you're as crazy as brennan you can go see that yeah absolutely also watch the trailer for kayako versus sadako because it looks so good and moving on to the clue, Brennan. All right. As for the clue, uh, next week, I said that we would be trying to scare Shannon with some Seattle stuff. We will be watching one of the only horror films set in Seattle other than The Ring, which we're not doing because Shannon doesn't like The Ring that much. And she's seen it. Um, we're going to be watching The Changeling, 
this is, I believe the year is 1980. Um, I, in the clue, I mentioned that Angelina Jolie is not in it because she was in a movie called Changeling. We're watching The Changeling with baby carriage on the poster. It's all cool and stuff. I've not seen it. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it will be scary because the other two in this like marathon that I picked were ones that I'd already seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that this one was scary, so maybe my blind judgment will work. Anyway, if uh, in two weeks from now, we're not doing we'll, anything. We will be on hiatus. Yeah, we'll be on hiatus. It'll be the end of season one. Yeah. So we don't have a clue. This is weird, Shannon. It is. Uh, you're going to be on your way to Seattle after the changeling. Yeah. Hopefully I will terrify you so you come back really soon. Um, but yeah, so moving on to contact. If you want to wish Shannon happy trails, if you want to talk about Juwan, if you want to defend Juwan, I want to hear from people who really, really like Juwan. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. Find us on Facebook at Scream101Podcast. Email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Give us five stars, or I'll do this for 30 seconds. Uh, that was only like four or five, so you can imagine what it would be like <laughs> for 30. Um, yeah, any last thoughts, Shannon? I am very excited for Changeling, and then we'll have to do something really fun because it'll be our last episode of the entire season. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to have a party. It, it's like the end of school. Like We'll have pizza... And it'll be a potluck. We'll watch Amadeus. My school parties were lame. You watched Amadeus at a school party? Oh, not on purpose. <laughs> All right. Um, and who is singing us out, Brennan? Okay. We'll be playing you out with Kagiga Akanai by Suite Shoujo. Forgive my whiteness. Right. Um, it, it plays over the end credits of Juan the Grudge. Brennan's Spanish and German is far better than his Japanese. Well, yeah, I did not learn Japanese. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, fortunately, I cannot divulge the specific Denny's where I'm hiding under a table. <laughs> I'm cutting that part out. But, um. Uh, you mean just I'm cutting that out. Okay, sorry. That's okay. Um, <gasps> All right. Bye. Bye, everybody.